Hey everyone, welcome to audio note number four. Like I said, we're going to jump into the 631 in this episode. And this is, like I said, another baseline. You've done the leadership audit. And then in the last audio note, I just gave you a high level overview of where we're going in this process. And in this audio note, I'm going to introduce you to the first two gravitational laws that hold us back. And again, this is part of the 6316 gravitational laws, three myths and one truth. And the first pair that we are going to look at uh, are shame and pride. These are two laws that hold us back in terms of our own growth and development of our selfship. Let's unpack that a little bit because these terms can uh, be misunderstood. So I want to make sure that we're on the same page. Uh, in terms of what we mean by this. And ultimately, my goal for you as you go through this is that you can listen to this and gauge what your tendency is with relation to, in relation to these six laws. So let's take these first two, shame and pride. And shame, um, which a lot of people will confuse with guilt. And so let's let's unpack that a little bit. Um, I define guilt as actually a healthy thing. Um, Guilt for me is that nagging sense that I've done something wrong or that something is wrong that I need to deal with. Maybe I overreacted with one of my daughters or said something hurtful or did something hurtful or with my wife or, you know, with someone I work with or something like that. It's that nagging sense that something's just not right here and I need to do something about it. Well, it takes us to a crossroads. Either we can ignore it and not do something about it, or we can do something with it. But ultimately, we have to make a choice, and guilt brings us to that crossroads. It's like an, you know, it escorts us right up to that uh, decision. What am I going to do here? Am I going to take responsibility or not? And that is a healthy response. Uh, I am glad that I feel guilty when I do something wrong. And I am would be deeply concerned if I do not feel guilty when I do something wrong. That is not a good sign. Um, if, if I do something wrong and I feel nothing, um, that that's a sad state for me to be in. So I I actually would would hope that I become more attuned to to feeling guilty. But when we say guilt, I think a lot of times um, we're we're mistakenly actually we mean shame, and so that's why I want to clarify it. Shame, as I define it, is that abiding sense that there is something wrong with me. And this can show up in a variety of different ways. It often shows up uh, if I'm looking at someone that maybe has a certain gift that I don't, that I envy, that I wish I had. I can look at myself and think, what is wrong with me? Why can't I do what that person does? Maybe that person is really easy with people and like whatever, affable and, you know, and I'm not, and what's wrong with me? Or maybe, um, you know, maybe someone is more withdrawn and quiet and maybe I'm super extroverted and why can't I just like keep my mouth shut and, you know, and, and be more contained and show more self-regulation or whatever. I mean, this is a human problem. I don't honestly know anyone that, with any degree of honesty can say they don't like have some ounce of, of this within them. Um, 
And if it doesn't show up in shame, it will show up in pride. Um, if it doesn't show up as, as much in shame, but anyone that's willing to really drill down, chances are you're going to see both. So just to clarify, shame uh, is, is where we feel like there is something actually constitutionally wrong with us, like that we can't change. Why do I keep doing that? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, there's something that is just um, like fundamentally broken. Um, and that is, that, that is shame. And, and actually it stems from this, I think, desire to be, and we will get into this down the road, but it is this desire to uh, be someone and value, be someone that we're not and to value a certain image of ourselves that is um, inconsistent with who we actually are. And, and that's where this shame comes from because we are so smitten with this image of who we think we should be that um, when we behave in contrary to that that we will then respond with this this talking to ourselves in terms of what's wrong with me why can't I get my act together why can't I be more like that person um, you get the idea okay so pride is actually the flip side of that and if shame is asking what's wrong with me when I'm in a state of pride I'm asking what's wrong with everyone else, meaning I am so swept up with and so impressed with myself and so satisfied with myself and so like swimming in my own smugness because I have somehow convinced myself that I've arrived at some level. And then I look out on this ocean of other people and I think, what's wrong with them? Why can't they get their act together? Why did like, you know, and so you see how the questions are, 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 very different, but they're totally related because when it comes to shame, I am undervaluing myself. Like I'm, when I spit out a price tag on what I'm worth, it's coming out way lower than, than it actually is in a state of pride. My arrogance overvaluates myself. I think I've arrived. I think that I have, you know, somehow, cornered the market on what it means to be human in one way or another. And so I'm looking out on everyone else wondering what's their problem. Um, so I'm overvaluating myself. But both stem from this inaccurate assessment of my own worth, of who I actually am as a human being. But they just happen to go different directions. And and both are, are, are really this, they're two sides of the same coin. So my question to you is, where do you fall on that spectrum? Do you tend to lean toward more shame or do you tend to lead to lean toward more pride? Or the third option is, do you tend to actually toggle back and forth? Because I see all three options in the people that I work with. Um, I was meeting with someone a few weeks ago and they were saying like they absolutely relate to the pride piece, not so much to the shame, but then other people I've worked with, it's like, no, shame is, is where that's where they go. That the voices in their head, take them to that place where they're constantly wondering what's wrong with me. Um, and they don't struggle as much with pride. And whereas others, they'll go back and forth, um, and they'll cycle between shame and pride. Um, and the reason this is significant, significant is first and foremost for you, um, it's not in our best interest to to misevaluate our own worth. Um, 
and ultimately our goal and certainly the goal of this process of selfship is for us to be able to come become comfortable with an accurate valuation of ourselves you know you think about valuating anything a house a vehicle property whatever it is that's what we're talking about and in in our minds we all have a sense of valuation when it comes to who we are as human beings and it's just surprising how inaccurate that valuation is uh it often is um, and so this this process we're going through will help you to to work toward that process of of coming to an accurate valuation of your own worth um, and and we will certainly I'll introduce these tools that I alluded to last time and frameworks that will aid you in that journey. So I really look forward to getting into that with you. Um, but from a leadership standpoint, it's pretty clear how these can impede your own growth as a person. You know, you think about these different uh, ways in which shame can creep in and paralyze you or, or pride can, can paralyze you. And in both, both cases, they can have a negating effect on your own growth. Um, and it also has a negating effect among the people around you because they pick up on that. And I have worked with leaders who will comment, like if I'm working with a company and I'm you know, working directly with, let's say seven or eight different leaders, um, I, it's not uncommon for me to have a senior leader comment on one of their direct reports on their executive team using this kind of terminology. This person, I, I want, I want to advance them. I want them to grow, but they're so arrogant, and everyone sees them as so arrogant that it makes it really hard. Um, or this person just is so down on themselves all the time. They're so paralyzed by their own shame or whatever. Um, they don't usually use the term shame, but that's what they mean. Um, that it inhibits their growth as a leader and, and certainly affects everyone around them. So think about that for yourself. I mean, that's that's what we're going to do with every single one of these laws, as well as the myths, because some of us are more susceptible to them than others. I just want you to evaluate yourself. Where do you fall? Um, do you tend to be more on that shame side of things or the pride, or do you tend to cycle between both? And then my second question for you is to think about what what's the impact of that? Like what, what is the impact of you tending toward being more prideful or arrogant or tending toward being toward more of a, sh like a shame cycle or toggling between the two? Um, how does that play out? How does that hold you back? Because it does, um, to whatever degree you succumb to those, those tendencies, it will absolutely uh, tend to hold you back. And just to wrap up again, the, the goal here is to highlight your awareness, to see how these components, how these laws hold you back. And just know um, that we are going to ultimately get to a point where we talk about how you can overcome them. Okay, so stay stay with me through that process. I just don't want you to, to get bogged down and get down on yourself. We will get to that and move forward um, as we progress through this self-ship process. So again, wherever you are listening into this, wherever you happen to be, I am just glad that you are here. Really looking forward to getting into this process more with you um, as we move forward. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you.